Are you ready for a travel adventure? How about an exciting trip to Venice or an exhilarating experience in Bangkok? Maybe you were more about a culinary adventure in Barcelona or just a relaxing day cruising the canals of Amsterdam. Join the Professor Travel as he invites you on an epic excursion, one that has you traveling the globe with him. Come and experience a world of culture, a world of history and architecture, a world of food and experiences to broaden your mind and save you time and money as you travel. Learn more, discuss more, travel more, and enjoy life more. And now your host, The Professor Travel. Greetings, students, and welcome to this special domestic edition of The Professor Travel. I am your host, The Professor Travel, coming to you from Southern California. This is the website, the vlog, and the podcast that you come to in order to be notified and learn more about different travel destinations. This is where we come as a community in order to discuss them. Hopefully, this will inspire you to travel more and ultimately to enjoy life more. Now, you can Find me on different types of social media, including my website, which is at theprofessortravel.com. On YouTube, on Facebook, and now on TikTok, you can find me there at The Professor Travel. If you are an Instagrammer, you can find me there at the underscore professor underscore travel. If you're a Twitter er, 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 you can find me on Twitter at the professors ER1. And then finally, if you're a blogger, you can find me on Blogspot at theprofessortravel.blogspot.com. Today, our visiting professors come to us from the great state of Alabama. I would like to welcome Chris and Laura Barnett. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for doing this for me. I really appreciate your insight into your state. Sure. Now, for the benefit of my students who may not know you or who haven't seen your channel previously, maybe you can go a little bit about uh, and talk to us a little bit about your credentials, either some of your educational background or maybe a few places that you've traveled before. Well, um, I am, uh, I've been an elementary teacher since uh, 1992, uh, up until the last couple of years. I work uh, now with uh, community college students that are trying to get their GED, okay. and um, I, I help them improve their reading score. Lovely. But um, that's kind of my background. Lovely. And he's in IT. Oh, yeah. great. So I'm, I'm, um, I was a, a late bloomer on school. I didn't know what I wanted to do back in the day. And so I bounced around. I, you know, moved around, um, done a lot of, you know, a lot of interesting, you know, things in my early life. And um, then, you know, I was like, well, I, I guess I better figure out what I'm going to do. Um, so um, I went through nursing school. Wow. Uh, and was a nurse for about three years um, until I you know, figured out that that really wasn't what I wanted to do either. And so I became self-taught in computers and um, I've been doing IT work for the last 30 something years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, the two of you guys have a travel channel that you guys um, run, and I I definitely want to get into that in just a few minutes, but what are some of the favorite places that you've traveled previously? Well, um, I don't know. I think one of my best trips I've ever had, and I'm sure Laura will speak up, here in a second was we um, we took a, a Laura myself and my mother took a trip to um, uh, London 
um, we, you know, stayed a couple of nights in Paris and uh, stayed a night in um, Scotland and, you know, got to ride the train, got to, you know, uh, stay, you know, at a personal home with some friends that we that we knew there. So, you know, we got a little bit of the you know taste of the culture from from all of that, and um, I still think of that trip. Yeah, that was one of my most fun trips. Yeah. But we also love to cruise. Yes, and we're sad that we haven't been able to <laughs> in a while. I've had two cruises canceled over the last year, so I I feel your pain on that. <laughs> Although they've been rescheduled. We love to go to Grand Turk and hang out at the beach and go to Jack Shack. Um, we really loved Megan's Bay Beach oh, yeah. when we and that was Saint in uh, yeah St. Thomas, and um, we just I don't know. There's just so much to love about cruising but since we haven't been able to cruise we've also gotten to experience some um uh, all-inclusive resorts here in the last several months uh you guys just got back from cozumel right no from cabo oh from cabo i'm sorry yeah how was that yeah cabo was was gorgeous it was oh it was so nice so pretty um got to go to cabo wabo for a little bit Yeah, Cabo Lava was cool. Very cool. Well, um, I definitely want I definitely want to get more into your travels in just a little sure. bit. But the focus of this specific vlog and podcast is going to be on your great state of Alabama. So without further ado, I, I got to tell you, I don't know that much about your state. So I'm wondering if maybe you can help to educate me with a little bit of history about what you know about the state of Alabama. Well, I hope we don't tell you anything wrong, but we'll try. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, well, um, Alabama was started, you, you know this better than I do. (laughs) Well, I, the main thing I think of as far as the history of Alabama is how big it was in the civil rights movement, Mm. uh, with the, the, uh, Birmingham, the 16th Street Baptist Church, and the the bombing there, and of course Rosa Parks and and her her stand um, on the on the bus and the the Montgomery uh, bus boycott, and um, you know Martin Luther King Jr. and and all of that you know uh, involved around uh, Montgomery, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's the main thing I think of when when I think of Alabama's history. And I know you guys have a unique distinction of your state was named at, your state was actually named after the river within your yeah. area, the Alabama yeah. river. And I think if I'm right, your state was founded in 1817. Um, it's one of the first few states, yeah. obviously it was in the South uh, during the civil war. Um, so, I mean, it has some history there and that's, and that's kind of cool in order to be able to check in. Uh, it has a lot of native American um, history to it with the, you know, I think Alabama river was like named after the Alabama, like an Alabama tribe. And then there's like the Coosa river, which was named after, I think a Coosa Indian tribe. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of native American history tied to Alabama. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about your general geography because you guys are surrounded by a few States. What States do you have around you? Well, we have uh, Mississippi is to our west. Okay. Um, we have Tennessee is to our north, and uh, Georgia is to our east. And 
we have a, a, a little bit of the Florida Panhandle um, would be to the east of the Mobile you know, coast area. Excellent. And there's a little place called Florabama that like the, yeah, it's a, like a restaurant, I think called Florabama or a bar called Florabama. That's on the floor, the Florida, Alabama line. (laughs) That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. That's great. And then um, you were making mention earlier, Laura, of a couple of rivers that are in your area. Uh, Like how many rivers do you guys have? Or is it it just like, are they just a couple or do you have a few more than that? We've got quite a few. Um, Well, we have like the Cahaba River and we have, and there's the Coosa River and the Warrior River, the Warrior River. Um, River. There's, there's, there's quite a few. I don't, I don't know them all, but we're literally um, probably 300 yards off the Cahaba River. Oh wow, you guys are really close. Yeah, of course. It's a little river. Yeah, it's a little river. Yeah, it. Yeah, you can walk across it. You know, eleven months out of the year. Okay. Yeah. But but that twelfth month, it's I'm sure flooding or something. Yeah. Not a problem. Uh, speaking of flooding, speaking of inclement weather, so you guys get you guys do get four really solid seasons in your state, which is great. Probably more like three. Oh, really? Because we go well. We go for we don't really have a, a long spring. We kind of go from winter to summer really fast. <laughs> that makes that makes sense. Um, what about in terms of inclement weather? Because there, you know, obviously I've heard that you guys sometimes will get tornadoes. You guys sometimes get a hurricane that might blow through your area. Is that correct? Yeah, um, Alabama is um, less commonly known. Um, as Tornado Alley, uh, we actually have more tornadoes than Oklahoma. Oh wow! Or or Kansas. Or Kansas. You know that that yeah. whole Tornado Alley. We're we're probably more well known for tornadoes than they are. See, or actually, it would be just the opposite. Most, there, people, yeah. most people think of Oklahoma and Kansas, but we have more. Yeah, but we have more tornadoes, and See. we have longer. You know. We have a lot of destruction because our tornadoes tend to be, especially in a in a in a breakout like we just had a week ago, um, the the long ground staying long track. That's what they call them, the long track tornadoes. You know, so we just had I think two different long track tornadoes just within like a week, week of each other. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and that's where they that's where they hit the ground and stay on the ground for you know a hundred miles. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, I'll pass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's for me. Uh, you know, I grew up with earthquakes, and I'm okay with that. But some people are terrified of earthquakes. I'm terrified of tornadoes. Just the thought of the wind coming and picking my house up and throwing it around. Well, it is. It can be very terrifying because they are. Um, you know, like you can have one house that's like totally, completely blown off its foundation, and the house next to it isn't touched. Not even missing a single. Have you guys ever been close to a tornado? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen, you know, as a kid, I, I saw one on my grandfather's farm and, you know, it, it passed by us and, you know, it, he had a, a probably 50 yard long barn. He, he was a dairy farmer and, um, just lifted the roof up, laid it down in front of it on the ground. 
It wasn't even a shingle missing. It was just moved the roof and set it on the ground. And several years ago, there was a a really bad tornado that came through just like a mile and a half or two miles from our house. And it did a lot of damage to several neighborhoods close by. And it's, it's really scary when it happens at night because you can't see anything. And so, you know, you try to look out your windows, which they tell you not to do because, you know, it comes through the window, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it can be a little exhilarating and terrifying, you know. I mean, just like I said last week, we, we got the alerts on our phone, you know, that we were in the path. And, you know, it literally passed within two miles, one and a half mile of us in Trustful. And, um, you know, we were running down to the basement bathroom, you know, closing the doors and, you know, making sure we had water and stuff. I mean, we were scrambling. So, you know, you never know when, when you're going to have to jump and run. Yeah, that seems like that would be a little bit scary for me. No, we don't really have much um, issues with uh, hurricanes here in Birmingham, but, you know, in Mobile, they've encountered some hurricanes because they're on the coast. (laughs) Yeah, and probably Mobile, you know, that's another thing you're talking about weather patterns in in Alabama. Um, Mobile is actually um, gets more rain per year than Seattle. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. It's pro- I wonder if it's because it's like so close to their coastline there and you, you're like right on the, right on the edge of it. Yeah. So that would, that doesn't surprise me actually. Uh, it, it, it surprised me that they are, that they're getting more, I think than Seattle, but it really is. Yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> now let's jump into the culture of your state because I don't think a lot of people are really familiar with all the wonderful things that come out of Alabama. The religion within your area, just to touch base on that for just a moment, um, is is it primarily Southern Baptist? Yeah, we have a lot of Southern Baptist, yeah. a lot of Methodist, okay, um, some Presbyterian. Okay, cool. So and, uh, I saw that we're like the considered like the second most religious state in the country. <laughs> okay, and in terms of the arts, whether it's the fine arts, uh, whether it's painting, singing, writing, um, acting, uh, you have some very famous people that have come out of Alabama. Uh, just a few to know that I put up here on the screen, uh, Helen Keller, uh, Rosa Parks, as you made mention of, yeah. uh, Courtney Cox, uh, Channing Tatum, uh, Secretary Condoleezza Rice, Lionel Richie, just to name a few. I, I was really surprised at how many famous people come out of Alabama. And were there anybody that maybe I hadn't thought about? Well, um, Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole, okay. Um, Hank Lewis. Hank Lewis. Or Hank Aaron, I mean. Or Hank, Hank Aaron. Aaron, okay. Hank Aaron. Um, Jim Neighbors. Well, girl. Oh. <laughs> and actually, the... Uh, George Lindsay, who played, because uh, um, uh, quit moving it, because <laughs> now I can't see it. Um, George Lindsay played Goober, and um, Jim Neighbors played Gomer, mm-hmm. and both of them were from Alabama. Okay, cool, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, in terms of the language, I, I, I imagine everybody, for the most part, speaks English in your area. Yeah. You know, with maybe small pockets of people that might be speaking Spanish, but you know, in terms of, do you have any like French influence like Louisiana does uh, anything like that? No. Okay. We're aware of, 
it's okay. it's mainly you know some Hispanic um, communities. Okay. Around. So let's jump over then to one of my favorite subjects, which is food and diet. Um, <laughs> now, of course, I have a couple of pictured items on the screen here, including pulled pork, because um, of course, like barbecue and pork are fantastic in your area, I imagine. Uh, banana yeah. pudding, which is a southern staple, and of course, um, fried green tomatoes. But is there anything that maybe is distinctively from Alabama that you're like, oh, I can't believe he didn't mention that? Yeah, I can't really think of anything that's distinctively Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I could come up with some things, but nothing's jumping off that says Alabama as far as, you know, other than obviously the fried green tomatoes, you know, from the barbecue, um, the movie um, Fried Green Tomatoes. (laughs) Um, But I always think of shrimp and gumbo because of like um, uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. We got barbecue shrimp. We got lemon shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> that down to a science, Chris. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then in terms of sports and recreation. Now, I have a couple of sports teams up on here, but for the most part, either they're minor league or college teams. You guys don't really have any major uh, league teams out of Alabama. Uh, but... Like, is there maybe anything that, like, like what, what, what would, what kind of sports do you guys do in the Alabama area? What, what, what kind of sports? What's are big in Alabama is uh, NASCAR racing. Mm, okay. Because of Talladega. Well, oh yes. If, if you don't count Alabama football. Well, yeah. If you don't, if you're not counting yeah. Alabama football, you know that's the biggest. Yeah, foot, football is huge. Here. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody plans their their weekend around either going to the game or making sure they can watch the game on TV. Mm-hmm. And we so, were told when we first yeah. moved here, we had six months to decide if we were going to be Alabama fans or Auburn fans. Uh oh. <laughs> that depends on which. That depends on which barbecues you guys get to go to at the end of the week. <laughs> So, so test, test the food wisely. Um, I was going to ask also, um, what about in terms of, obviously, hunting's, I imagine, a pretty big game thing that's down in your area. Um, fishing has got to be a huge thing, especially with the rivers that you guys have in the area. Um How's golfing? Is there are there golf spots in your area, like resorts or anything? Yeah, we've we've got quite a few nice golf courses throughout the the state. Um, Robert Trent Jones. The, the Robert Trent Jones. I think there are seven golf courses. It's either five or seven um, of the Robert Trent Jones golf courses, and then um, you know we've got the uh, the Alabama State Golf Course that's on the coast. Okay. Um, and you know, I'm not much of a golfer, so I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know where they all are. But you know, we, um, well, just outside of Birmingham, there's uh, Greystone. Um, you know, they hold some of the um, the 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 older golf players around. Uh, what is it? Not the uh, not the professional golfing association, but the older. You know, like the retired professional golfer. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's some, that's a nice that's a nice area to cover, though. Yeah. And then I was going to ask you. Um, now, I I know when we talked prior to us filming, uh, you had mentioned that there aren't any necessarily state holidays, but are there maybe festivals or like like a like a like a strawberry festival or like some kind of uh, specific festival for fruits or fairs or things like that. So 
there's a there's a local butterbean festival in, yes. in uh, Pinson, Alabama. Every okay. Year. <laughs> yeah, we got butterbean festivals, strawberry festivals. I mean, uh, we have food festivals. You know, um, there's a, a yeah. Greek food festival. Yeah. That they that they have every year. Um, and then there's um, I forget what they call that festival where they have um, all the different cultures of food. There's uh, like a world festival. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we like our food down here. So we have. Oh. I, I'm a but, huge fan of um, <laughs> You know, but we're also talking about things that you typically think of somewhere else. You know, um, Mobile is the home of the Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. You guys had the very first one, even before New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, 1703. Yeah, that, that surprised me. And, uh, and Birmingham had the first uh, Veterans Day parade yeah wow that's lovely okay so let's talk about the population of your state now you guys are hovering around five million right now correct yep okay and so for my for my students that are on the podcast they won't see the map of alabama but you're welcome to go over to youtube and find us there in the picture here that I have, it looks like we have several population spots that are in red, which lead to be being po- high population centers. What is this area right here in the center that's pretty large? So that would be the Birmingham metropolitan area. Okay. Um, so that's going to, you know, that's going to be Birmingham, Hoover, Trustful, you know, all the surrounding areas. Okay. And then if we go straight up north, we have a pretty large population center here too. That's Huntsville? That, yeah, that would be Huntsville area and the um, uh, the Redstone Arsenal and stuff. Okay. Space Center. Yeah, Space Center. Now, what is, what is down here? This is a little bit further south than Birmingham. Uh, that's Montgomery. That's Montgomery. Okay. State capital. And then down here at the coastline... I'm assuming that to be mobile. Yes, that, that's mobile. Okay. All right. Wonderful. And then in terms of the economy and the larger companies that are in your area that hire a lot, um, obviously you have RTC, you have University Hospitals of Birmingham, you have Honda has a plant there, I believe, Alabama Power, uh, Russell Brands. Uh, what other large employers are within your area? Mercedes. Yeah, we've got Mercedes. Um, we also, um, uh, I'm sitting here drawing a blank. Uh, well, Mercedes is pretty pretty popular. I mean, that's yeah. that's, a, that's a sizable one. Um, do you guys, have you guys actually, let me ask you, since you've done some cruising before, have you actually gone out of Mobile? No, we haven't because um, <laughs> they only do the four or five day cruises out of Mobile, and we like seven and eight days. <laughs> yeah, we we don't even we don't even look at cruises less than you know seven days if we can help it. I don't blame you. I'm a huge cruise fan <laughs> myself, so I get it. Um, then let's talk about travel and transportation for a minute. Um, how are the roads and the condition of the roads in your area? Would you say are they pretty pothole or are they pretty well maintained? They're pretty potholed. They are pretty tall. Well, we're better than Mississippi. Okay. So Alabama and Mississippi are always racing for the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty Um, Okay. Well, what about in terms of major airports? If you had to fly internationally, where would you fly out of? 
Um, Birmingham is the is the major airport uh, or the the biggest airport in in Alabama. And then we have uh, you know we have an airport in Huntsville, and we've got quite a few smaller airports. But uh, if you wanted to fly internationally, you'd fly out of Birmingham. It would be Birmingham, although I'm not sure where they go. Where you? I don't. I don't know. There's the nonstop international flight out of Birmingham. They may, they may have connections though to larger hubs yeah. Yeah. too. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, then, in, in terms of, I, I know that Mobile must have a a major ocean port there. I'm sure for yeah. bringing yeah. stuff in. Um, what about trains? Are trains a thing in your area? <clears throat> Yeah, um, we've got, matter of fact, it's kind of a sore point with some people in, in our particular area because their their neighborhoods get blocked off by the uh, freight trains. By the freight trains, which, you know, in, 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 in the U.S., I don't know how, how much you know about this, but in, in the U.S., most of the rails are owned by the freight companies. Mm. And so they make agreements with the passenger line, which is Amtrak, um, which is actually funded by the government in, in some portion. And, um, you know, so as a passenger on a train, you're bumped to make things work better for the freight lines. Mm-hmm. So, if, so, yeah, so freight is king on, on the train tracks. And in Alabama, it's a, a little bit of a sore point for some people because, you know, they'll park the, you know, they'll park a freight train for sometimes six, seven hours. Oh my gosh. While they're doing, you know, something and, you know, if it blocks off, you know, something, you know, it's like, well, you know, build a bridge over it or something, you know. Or under it or do something. Yeah. I, the I had developers this. of those neighborhoods weren't really thinking clearly, I guess, when they when they designed it and only made one way in and one way out. Because then and then the with near the train tracks, because then when the train stops and blocks it, then people are stuck and then the neighbors complain. It's like, well, you knew that there was a train track right there. And you knew when you bought the house that there's (laughs) one way in and one way out with the train. I had a I had a similar situation. I actually used to live in Arizona. My first home I used my first home I bought actually was in the county of Pinell County, but it was in the city of Maricopa, not to be confused with Maricopa County, which is its own little thing. Um, but in that city, you had a choice. You could live on one side of the tracks or the other side of the tracks. And if you if you lived on the other side of the tracks, which is where I purchased my home, the costs were very, very inexpensive. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that's really great. You know, so I ended up doing that. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes the freight train will stop there for, in our particular case, it wasn't more than like a couple hours. But that would mean that you would have to drive around an hour and a half in order to get to your house, which is literally 500 feet beyond the train. <laughs> I was like, come on, really? So yeah, that was that, that was a sore subject. I understand personally. Yes. <laughs> so um, then really quick, in, in reference to tourism uh, are there any amusement parks or anything that are in alabama yeah you were about to oh i was just gonna say alabama i think it's called alabama adventure it's changed yeah. names several times um but i think at, currently it's being called alabama adventure <laughs> yep <laughs> so it's a water park and a um 
you know, ride part, you know, all together. And yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty nice. It's not anything on the level of, you know, six flights or, or anything like that, but that's something for the, you know, for the Birmingham area. Okay. Uh, for people to go see and then you know there's um there's the water park and um i forget what the name of the town is it's about 40 miles away you know so people will drive around and see it so there's some regional you know places you know to do. about beach something beach yeah spring, spring spring beach spring valley beach spring valley beach yeah um you know so we've got a bunch of little smaller you know nothing big that's going to attract people from multiple states but um but you know beer is a is a thing down here so um we've got a lot of breweries that are opening up so you know that's great for all the guys you know they go hang out at the brewery and you know try different you know brew pub foods and you know different beers and stuff so that's a that's one of the great pastimes in in uh alabama though that's awesome what about now really quickly switching over and i again i don't want to really talk politics but i'm kind of curious about the government in your area um you guys for the most part have a pretty reliably red state um it's it's mostly it's mostly conservative but i think did you did you guys have a democratic senator like not too long ago yeah so that's uh that's well it's Doug Jones. I won't get political into the story, but yeah, we ended up with the with the uh, Democrat senator for the first time in 30, years. forty years. <laughs> yeah, well, um, and you know, it wasn't natural the way that happened anyway. But um, he's since been replaced, you know, in this this last go around. But yeah, we're we're typically a red a red state. Um, um, both locally and both local and but federal. you know we I don't know that I mean I would say yeah we've had equal representation between um, you know red or, or blue governors you know and you know so it kind of fluctuates but as a whole you know we're a pretty conservative state okay then about the resources that you guys have within your state and just just in thinking about the natural resources that you have um you guys are the only state in the entire union that can actually make their own steel from iron and tin that you guys have in your state directly so that's yep. pretty that's pretty impressive but in addition to that you also have lumber you have a thriving um you know uh natural uh, beauty in your area, but you know, game, game, obviously something that can be really important for hunting, and then of course water, uh, critically important. Uh, but are there any things that, uh, that I'm leaving out as well? Well, um, cotton. Yeah, I mean we we've got we've got the ocean, we've got the mountains. Um, uh, you know, Alabama is is known for you know the the uh, the landscape and um, you know the the lakes and rivers and mountains. You know, we're we're considered the foothills of the Smokies. Mm-hmm. So um, the highest elevation in Alabama is Mount Cheeha, which is somewhere around 
so it's not, not like super, super tall mountains or anything. No. It's 2,407 feet. Yeah, 2,407 feet. So it's not super high, but, you know, it's, it's, you can feel the temperature difference. You know, if you, you know, if you're at the bottom and you go up top and, um, beautiful state park at the very top. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful, you know, views, and and that's another thing, you know, with with the way that Alabama is known for the landscape. Seriously, you know, around here we're we're not in we're not considered the mountains, but any given day, if the day is right and the you know sky is blue, you know, you turn the corner, you know, you'll see a you know a little bit of a mountainous you know horizon, you know, and you know you. You see some of the beautiful lakes and, and stuff. I mean, we've, we've got a beautiful state. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now, Laura, I think before we went on air, you had also made mention a couple of the grown crops that are in your area. Um, you got cotton. Uh-huh. And soybean. And corn. And corn. Uh-huh. Those were some, okay, cool. Awesome. So you have a lot of different natural resources that you have to work with there, which is great. Uh, what about in terms of education? Obviously, you have all the different University of Alabama locations, um, Alabama State, um, uh, Auburn. Uh, gosh, uh, who, am I, who am I leaving out? Um, I've got the University of Alabama, Birmingham, UAB. Yeah, he he said all the you all the University of Alabama's. But you also have, you also have private college as well. Yeah, we have Montevallo College, um, Sanford, Sanford University. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. Um, but there are quite a lot of colleges there. Yeah, Birmingham Southern, yeah, there's yeah we have quite a few colleges. Yeah, and they've been there for like since the 1800s in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Um, now we were talking in terms of the literacy rate uh, and specifically I was talking with you, Laura, because you work with a lot of people who have literacy challenges. And so yeah. um, like, where does Alabama fit in the rank of States? Like what is the literacy rate? For um, I think it was like 85%, 85, 86%, something like that. Um, so we, we rank like 45th in the nation. But it's yeah, but hopefully, hopefully it's improving. And so, yeah. you know, it, it, the first part is isolating those issues and finding out where they can be. Speaking as an educator myself, I totally right, understand. Right. Then in terms of safety and security, um, obviously big cities are going to have their challenges. But to the best of your knowledge, have there ever been any major terrorism activity, either domestic or foreign, that have come out of the state at all? No, not really. The only thing I can remember, you know, um, since we talked beforehand and, and now uh, something popped up. You remember the the shootings that they were having around the Washington, D.C., the sniper? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I think there was some kind of relation with, you know, that guy that came through Birmingham or something. They, they found, you know, after the fact. So I'm not sure if he is from here or not, but that's the only thing. I mean, we're, you know, unless it's something we haven't heard about that they have it made known. I mean, we're pretty quiet when it comes to yeah. you, know. you know several several years ago, and I don't remember how many years yeah. ago now it's been. There was that abortion clinic bombing that right. uh, injured that nurse. You know, critically injured that nurse. Mm. Um, yeah, that was not long after we moved here. Yeah, pipe bombing at the was an abortion clinic. Yeah, yeah. It was an abortion clinic. But that was how many years ago? Would you say? I, 
I don't remember. Uh, it had to have been around 2000-ish. So like 20 years ago? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's been a while. And then of course, uh, prior to that, during the civil rights era, I'm sure there was a lot of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a big manhunt for them all around <laughs> the Gatlinburg area. Yeah, it was it was big news. Um, yeah, and like you said, back in the civil rights time, there was, you know, the 16th yeah. Street Baptist Church bombing. And, you know, there was, you know, all kind of stuff centered around there. But, you know, since then, there, there really hasn't been anything that we're aware of. Let's well, that's good. That's good for that's good for people who are traveling these days. So to, yeah. to know that. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> Let's say I have a free ticket to fly to Alabama. Okay, sell me on it. Why would I want to go to Alabama in just like maybe sixty seconds? What? Why would I want to go? Talk to me about that. <laughs> well, we've got some of the best football that can be played in in college football that happens here, you know, every football season. Um, we've got NASCAR at Talladega. We've got Barber Motorsports Park for, you know, um, you know, indie type, you know, racing, uh, motorcycle racing as well. We've got, um, you know, the beaches at, you know, Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. You know, we've got the mountains and, you know, Mount Chiha. You know, we've got the Space Center and we've Huntsville. got the Space Center and Huntsville. So, you know, we've got something that everybody in the family can find. And Helen Keller's about. house is really cool in Tuscumbia because if you've ever seen Miracle Worker and you and you know they had to drive her around for a while so that she wouldn't realize how close the um the little guest cottage was that she was gonna be staying in. Mm-hmm. It is. It really surprised me how close it truly is. No wonder they had to drive around for hours to like, because you could like be in the main house and you know just throw a paper airplane to the you know to the cottage of you know that's how close the two of them are, um, and so that was really cool to see. And we had been touched on the food, you know, so oh. we, may, we may not be Bourbon Street or, you know, Bill Street, Memphis and stuff, but we've got a lot of food places in Alabama, especially in Birmingham. So uh, there's something for every foodie here. Awesome. Well, Chris and Laura, I want to thank you both so much for taking the time to meet with me and go over your state. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. It was fantastic. Now, in addition to that, you guys also have a travel channel too. Talk to us a little bit about that. Go for it. Well, um, I've just been putting stuff out there ever since, you know, I, I created my YouTube channel in um, 2008-ish. Oh, wow. And, you know, I've been throwing stuff up just, you know, um, as as we were doing things, I just put it up there as A, as a place to, to, to store it and keep it where I can share it with people and, you know, hopefully somebody else can, you know, have a little enjoyment out of seeing what I saw. And, you know, so um, I've never really spent any effort in editing to, you know, do anything with it. A lot of it's just raw stuff just dumped out there, you know, which in its own way is, I guess, you know, can be unique. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely distinctive to your channel because it yeah. really gives a bird's eye view of what you're seeing from your own perspective. Right. And that's great. I I actually started my channel for a very similar reason. I had um, people that, I, that are in my family that are in their 80s now that can't really travel. They have some mobility issues. And so I wanted to create content that they would be able to, you know, see and go around the world and live vicariously through my travels. So it was a great opportunity for that. So I appreciate you doing something like that. That's, that's really amazing. Now, if yeah. people wanted to uh, look at your content, um, certainly they can go to your website, which is at C spelled S E A the world with Chris.com. They can also find you on Facebook at see the world with Chris crew or on YouTube at see the world with Chris. Correct? Yes. Okay, great. Awesome. Well, I would like to thank you both so much. It really means a lot. Appreciate it. And for my thank you so much for having us. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's now for fun. now for my students that are out there listening, if you have any questions or comments about any of the content you've seen today, please feel free to send me an email at scott at theprofessortravel.com. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're seeing this video and you'd like to know when new ones go up, please feel free to click the bell icon right above your head here, or above my head, I should say, <laughs> in order to be notified about when those new videos come out. If you haven't already done so, please feel free to subscribe. It doesn't cost any extra, and we really appreciate the viewership. If you like this content and you want to see more of it, give us a thumbs up so that way we can know a little bit more about what your interests are. And then finally, if you're hearing this on the podcast, certainly review us, rate us. We appreciate any and all feedback. So until our next time, my name is Scott. I am the Professor Travel and make every day a travel adventure. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye now. The Professor Travel is a broadcast from Orange County, California. A transcript of each podcast may be requested by contacting the Professor Travel at his website, theprofessortravel.com. For opportunities to work with the Professor Travel, feel free to contact Scott at theprofessortravel.com or contact us through YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at The Professor Travel or Twitter at TheProfessorTR1. Make every day a great day to have a travel adventure.